Hey Sporkies, welcome back to a very inaugural, special, once-in-a-lifetime episode. Uh, we're going to call this... Next month. <laughs> that, um, <laughs> we're going to be calling it, quote, Spork Feeding. Congratulations, Gavin. He's, he's done it again. He's Damn. once again. He doesn't miss. Right off the dome with that one. Behind this entire operation. You, you have no idea how much we're paying Gavin behind the scenes for all the work he puts in. Without... A further ado, we'll address the um, extra person in the room. We're going to make this even more special. Today we have fourth member, equally as paid as the rest of us. She does a lot of behind-the-scenes work. You have no idea. Chelsea Literally. is here as well to share Maryland folklore, today's Woo. topic. Woo! Hey. Yeah. So... Um, with Chelsea's first appearance, I have to ask her how her 2023 has been so far. How's it going? Uh, it's, it's going just about as well as 2022 is going. <laughs> to the 15 loyal listeners that we have, is there anything you feel like they should know before we get started? Uh, mm. Just like anything at all? Too late. Anything. What's your favorite horror movie since that's you know what we do here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's hard. I'm just going to say The Strangers because that one's pretty great. Okay, that's fair. Fair enough. It's the first one coming to mind. You can There's go ahead and others. end the call. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Chelsea is our, like I said, our, our, we'll do an inaugural first additional member outside of the core three. Uh, like I said, she does a lot of the, the meme searching. Anytime you see a meme posted, most likely Chelsea sent it to me. Um, a lot of suggestions have come in from Chelsea. Future suggestions, future episodes we have lined up uh, will probably exclusively feature Chelsea. Um, the likes of Teeth and um, the other one, I forget, that's not... Oh, 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 Human Centipede. Yeah, those are going to be uh, Chelsea-centric episodes because the other two fellas don't want to do them, and I don't blame them. Correct. Uh, I don't mind Teeth, gross, but I'm not, watching, I'm not watching Human Centipede. Um, but as host, I will still be here to endure the pain for the three of them. So it's okay. Um, as I said, today's episode is going to be on Maryland folklore. We did have one user submitted one, so that's good. Thank you for your participation, everybody. Um, I'm going to get things started with our most popular folklore that seems to be, I don't know if it's well-renowned, but it's our, it's our big heavy hitter, as you will. We're talking about Goatman. Do you guys have any any personal experience? I'm I'm sure you guys have met him in person before. Um, yeah, we're he pretty. He's close. a nice guy. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> have you heard of Goatman yourselves? Is he new to you? What do you know? Anything base layer knowledge that you have to share? Well, I know that all those claims of him killing people grossly exaggerated. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> not like that. <laughs> I don't I don't think so either. A lot of the articles, all the articles I read, I feel like. Probably you guys too might have. They all just like cite each other, and it's just this endless yeah. circle of random local people that wanted yep. to make an article. <laughs> and so, Goatman, of the two that I've done, Goatman was a lot harder to find information for than I thought. Um, the two big sources I used were modernfarmer.com uh, nice. and washingtonian.com, hey. which, you know, sure. Two very reliable, prestigious sources. <laughs> so so it caught me off guard off rip. It said that there are two versions of the story. Um, apparently he's not just a half man, half goat. He's also just a deranged farmer who mm. owned a lot of goats mm. 
but then local teenagers killed off his entire herd. So he went crazy with rage and bloodlust. I mean, that's relatable, to be honest. Yeah, no, I get that. He's not in the wrong for that. So, that's not the one I had ever heard. And that that's was the, the better one. one from, is it? You think so? That's. I think that's the that's more realistic the, thing that happened. That's the more plausible one. I think there probably was an actual goat man at some point. And uh, it okay. comes out of... Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's a wow. hot take of the year. Mm-hmm. We've gotten his official stance on it, Thanks. folks. Oh, no, for sure. All Everything we're about to share today, totally 100% has my full belief. Uh, I would never doubt anything, especially Maryland lore related. Come on. Good for you. Thank you. Uh, somebody has to believe it all. So I actually... Maryland pride, brother. <laughs> a lot of the information did come from a book, which felt a lot more official to cite. That was also on these websites titled Maryland Legends Folklore from the Old Line State. Back in the 70s, a Karen Hosler wrote two articles about the goat man that were printed in the Prince George's County News. So again, local newspapers, we're calling that reputable, right? Like these are these are top-notch yeah. historical society-esque. Is that where the, it is? PG? Yeah. Oh. That's where all of these stories were coming from. Uh, it was funny because she's, nobody has any specifics whatsoever, but in her article she wrote that at local high schools, goat man squads were developed, and the tradition was to hunt the goat man after high school Friday night football games. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that sounds great. <laughs> I'm starting to think this was, like, actually a tormented man. You know how many kids <laughs> dressed as a goat probably got smoked after the... <laughs> <laughs> it's trying to be it funny. Probably a huge local rivalry thing was whoever got to actually do Goatman hunts and whoever was in charge of actually trying to track him down. But the two main uh, newspaper articles, the first one was published October 27th, 1971. Uh, University archives reveal that Boa Man, Goatman, and ghosts still haunt the area. Boa Man. So, so Karen Hosler apparently... Uh, went to UMD, I believe, or worked for UMD, and UMD is apparently the actual historical center for all these types of newspaper articles, and I forget the official uh, title for the building that they used, but something along these lines. The second article she followed up with was, Residents Fear Goatman Lives, Dog Found Decapitated at Old Bowie. Hmm. And it just writes the story of three high school students. They are written reported seeing an animal about six to eight feet tall something like that hairy on two feet making a high-pitched squeal sound the next morning her dog was found decapitated and the body found several yards away and then there's just a bunch of like random things that are said that apparently people just said the goat man did but i couldn't find (laughs) any historical information on whatsoever and one of the random ones was like, 14 hitchhikers found dead. <laughs> and that's accredited to Goatman. But if you look up 14, or maybe it's 16, if you look up 16 hitchhikers dead in Maryland, nothing comes up. Just these articles that all cite each other. So I can't even find out if this was an actual like mass murder that happened for real or not. So it was like 14 at once? Or like yes. a yeah, string like of... A, a whole, no, a whole group of 16... 16 hikers just found Jesus. dead, and they said it was Goatman, but no official article. I mean, it checks article. out, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's just that good. <laughs> so, uh, apparently there were a string of dog decapitations that happened around this time, and they were all just linked to 
goat man in this tiny That's little community. Up. So, what yeah. the fuck is going on over in PG County, dude? Hey, I, uh, there is a whole bunch more about like local folklorists specifically that basically were like, teens are horny. And that's why Goatman exists. And, like, that's, that's pretty much their just train of thought. Like, there's no... It, it basically citing teenage boredom is why uh, Goatman still lives on. But they had I some... Mean, a spokesperson for the center. There was some ties to a local Beltsville Agricultural Research Center. Um, and Kim Kaplan, who was a spokesperson for the center, stated that at one point, goats were used at the facility... But the actual story of a scientist at that facility working on a goat man is too far-fetched. And she says, we just think it's stupid. Don't you think he would have retired by now? Quote, is his great-grandson a goat man? Is he collecting Social Security? I guess Kim thought she was being like real funny for the press. But yeah. that, that's her say on the matter. I'm not going to provide years because none of them seemed concrete whatsoever. But a lot of the actual Goatman stories were written in the 70s, it seems like. So gotcha. there's your, there's our most well-known. I mean, He's our Bigfoot. Yeah, wow. when people ask me like about anything, like, oh, Marilyn, whatever, I just say Goatman. I don't even know what it is. So thank <laughs> yeah. you for the knowledge. I just say it. <laughs> I didn't know he was specific to Maryland. I feel like I've heard of Goatman. There, so, yeah, there was a few more that linked Goatman to, like, Kentucky and Kansas, and a Texas one. There's, like, a goat sheep man or something. It's um, man bear pig. Yeah, really. <laughs> but unfortunately, when goat man is said, the only goat man I can think of is the goat man from um, Narnia. I don't remember who played him. <laughs> Wasn't there one on Saturday Night Live? Wasn't that a thing? I never... Yeah, they were making it. fun of Narnia, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> that checks out. So, there's goat man. All right. Gavin? Gavin um, presenting... Yeah, so I'm doing uh, Black Aggie, which is, so both of the ones I'm doing are based on like actual historical fact, so it's a little bit more concrete than the Goatman. Oh, thank God. <laughs> um, yeah, but, somebody needed to do real work. Yeah. Not just hearsay. So I got some actual like evidence. <laughs> it's like, there's no evidence, it's just dates. <laughs> so before I get into it, do not visit the cemetery that I'm going to say. Because the statue, which is what is known as Black Aggie, has been removed. It's been gone since 1967. Do not go there. They will kick you out. They don't want you there. Um, but it was located in Druid Ridge Cemetery in Pikesville, Maryland. Um, and it was installed in 1926. I'll give a little background on the statue before we get into the legend. Um, it was the grave of General Felix Agnes and his family members. The first one buried there was his mother, who he got sent over from France. He originally served in Napoleon III's army. And then, when he moved to America, he then joined the Union during the Civil War. Um, it was something along the lines of he got injured 15 times with both bullets and sabers. And there was a running joke for him that when he walked, it rattled because he had so many bullets in him. And, you know, dumb shit that's that's some good old civil war humor i'm laughing yeah at you know that. what i'm uh-huh. saying <laughs> they were i, I know for dude, <laughs> i know for a fact the whole squad was geeking when he said that in 17 oh whatever. that was probably a heater back then dude <laughs> that they one all traveled. slapped their knees yeah. <laughs> so he then he moved to baltimore to kind of recover um and he lived the rest of his life out in baltimore and took over a newspaper called the baltimore american which he was the publisher 
um, and then he died at age 86. So that's the guy who had Black Aggie on his gravesite. The actual statue itself was commissioned many years before it actually got put on the grave, and it was commissioned as an illegal copy of somebody else's work, whose name was Augustus St. Gaudens, who did work in Washington's Rock Creek Cemetery. That statue was known as Grief. (laughs) Interesting. And for some reason, (laughs) he saw that and really wanted it on his cemetery, or on his gravesite, so he just had the guy make a cast of it, and then, like, <laughs> illegally, and then just put one new one on his own area. Um, um, that checks out. Yeah, and it. like I said, it was installed in 1926, and then got removed just over 40 years later because of how many people would go and, you know, basically tear the whole place up, trying to get a picture, sit on it, spend the night there, break in, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, so it has a lot of legends attached to it, and which is pretty crazy considering it was only around for 40 years. Um, the first one being... That if you sleep on its lap at night, basically it's a woman sitting like in a chair, and you can sit right in her lap. It's really uncomfortable. Unfortunately, this is a podcast, and I can <laughs> we cannot give you uh, visual displays. But I think Gavin, you know, Gavin nailed it. If you can't get it from that, I don't know what yeah. to tell you. Yeah, and she's got a pretty unsettling face. You know why she was renamed Grief in her original form. Um, yeah, so you can you picture sp- it. If you spend the night and on her lap, you get haunted by the ghosts in the cemetery. So it's like literally nothing uh-huh. to do with her. <laughs> the next one is all the ghosts in the cemetery gather around her to talk to her. And that is why none of the grass grows around the statue, which was true. No grass grew oops, sorry, oh around the statue God. during its time at the cemetery. Interesting. Oh my God. Which you could also chalk up to the foot traffic it got, but we won't... <laughs> No, 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 it's no, spooky, no, no. it's haunted. Uh, <laughs> That's far-fetched. Yeah. Foot traffic, I've never heard of it. Yeah, That's foot traffic of the anyway. ghosts. No. Yeah, come on, gosh. <laughs> I'm always standing around, right there. The best legend behind it, which is the you know most talked about, is that it will animate. Um, some say it simply will have glowing eyes at midnight. Others say it's been seen walking around the cemetery. And if you I'm think awesome. of this, it would be literally like an eight-foot stone woman <laughs> walking around the cemetery. <laughs> so you can imagine how that would be a little uncomfortable if you saw that. <laughs> Sign me up. Um, yeah, I'm into that. I was able to actually... Okay. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was able to actually find um, a secondary source, but it was from a blog, so I'm not sure how actually, you know, accurate this is, but the blog as, is as American... As in Maryland. That's all that matters. Yeah, right. It's AmericanHauntingsInc.com. So I'm not sure if it's actually a Maryland-based person, but they had some (laughs) actually interesting things to say about it, so I'm going to share them. The first thing they said was, if you looked into her eyes while they were glowing, you would go blind. Okay. There were no no recorded (laughs) cases of that happening. (laughs) The The next one is, if a pregnant woman were to visit the statue, she would suffer a miscarriage. There were no reported cases of that happening. Interesting. The third one is, and I quote, local college fraternity made it part of their initiation to spend the night on Black Aggie. That checks out. Good, yeah, good that, luck that looking right. up what local college <laughs> was doing that. You know, you know. And the last one was, <laughs> my favorite one, <laughs> was that... Somebody cut off Black Aggie's stone arm with a saw. 
and then they found it in the bed of a guy's truck with the saw. And he said, I was visiting the site, and she did it herself out of grief and gave it to me as a warning. <laughs> That's what he said. And, and then he went to prison <laughs> because they didn't believe him. And where is this? What you... <laughs> oh, this is uh, in Pikesville, Maryland. Pikes, yeah, that checks out. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's... Sounds, yeah. sounds like your local Pikesville person. <laughs> the last thing I'll say... That's, I'm... Like your, uh, that's like your average Friday night over in Pikesville. Oh, yeah, you know, those, those kids. Oh, dude, Dan, remember when we got in that Twitter argument with their soccer team? <laughs> 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 I mean, that's a whole different thing. But... That's its own folklore. Yeah. We got beef with Pikesville. We steamrolled them. But anyway. <laughs> um, so the, the last thing I'll say about Black Aggie was there's no, like, pictures. It happened so long ago. There was no pictures, no video evidence. It's now locked in storage. Um, it was supposed to go to the Smithsonian. They had misplaced it for multiple years. People thought that it just vanished as, like, part of the theory that it's haunted. Turns out it was in a closet in a different <laughs> museum, and it's still there. You can't see it. <laughs> wow. Actually, I think it's in a garden somewhere, but okay. I wasn't I wasn't about to, like, say, oh, go to this right. garden and see it. <laughs> so, <laughs> go check out this um, private garden. Yeah, so it's... And it should be missing an arm, I guess. Realistically. Um, no, but, yeah. Should, they, they super glued it. That's fine. The guy managed to interview one person <laughs> about <laughs> Black Aggie. Dude, this, none of this is, like... <laughs> so far-fetched nonsense. <laughs> Interview one person ever. The guy from um, from this blog said, the guy and his friends went to see Black Aggie, and you're supposed to leave a coin in her hand for good luck. That checks out. This was the only source I saw say that you're supposed to do that. <laughs> Which, it will be in the description. I'm not saying the source, because I don't want you to read it. Um, he said his buddy as a joke, put a cigarette out in her hand instead. <laughs> and then the guy said, ten years later, he got shot in the back of the head and said it was Black Aggie. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, all these people are just committing crimes and saying, oh, oh hey, I was, I was by Black Aggie once. It was her. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt. This is no, one of good. the weaker, <laughs> one of the weaker folklores of Maryland. But it was definitely interesting to read and it has a lot of actual strong history behind it um so i think we can all appreciate a good black aggie story every once in a while no that's good but we need we need people like that to blame black aggie for crimes in order to keep the oh yeah it's that's good the story whole, we need to keep her spirit alive that's that's the whole point of local lore that's good i'm glad somebody did that yeah, like it, whenever we have audio problems it's black aggie Oh yeah, for real. I don't know. I don't know if we can say that per se. Every time uh, we watch a shit movie, it's because Black Aggie suggested <laughs> it. <laughs> um, sure. Yeah, Black Aggie haunts Bloody Spork. Got it. Awesome. That's our <laughs> yeah, story. That's movie material. <laughs> I'm being serious. That's all there. I mean, wait. Did a fifth person just join this call? No. Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> No, but yeah, so that's all for Black Aggie. We can never talk about her again, ever. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that's Black Aggie for you. These are some, and believe it or not, that's probably one of the more well-known ones for Maryland. Yeah. Unfortunately. I, I, I'd never heard of that. That's not. If you look up Black Aggie, there's innumerable articles about it's it. It's just because, yeah, when it comes down to actual physical things, it's fine. And it it's actually got so much history behind it. Actual historical significance. Are you okay? What's yeah. happening? All my screens are 
Yeah, stuff just switched around. It's like Aggie. Oh my god! For some reason, wow. No, our Skype call, our Skype call did legitimately just glitch out there. I don't know. That was a little weird. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm legitimately kind of freaked out. Unfortunately, this is not a bit. I know it seems this isn't a bit. Anyway, this is why we gotta get the YouTube channel running so they can see what's going on. (laughs) We're gonna we're gonna power past that, Chelsea. I'm not gonna try to say what you did again because I can't remember now. Snallygaster. I don't know. Yep, yep. The Snallygaster. Snallygaster. So, again, another one. I don't know. That was Dan's nickname in high school, actually. I don't know if you guys know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Mm -hmm. Yep. Attracts, attracts. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, first of all, fun fact when I told my boyfriend that I was researching the Snallygaster, he's like, Isn't that a drink? (laughs) Probably. Mountain Dew. And I was like, What? Baja Blast. So I Googled it, and apparently in the 1960s, Mountain Dew did make a drink called the Snallygaster with vanilla ice cream mixed with Mountain Dew to promote what? Mountain Dew. Oh, that's, <laughs> so that's so disgusting. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, if you want to try that. That's the fun. worst folks folklore yet. <laughs> that's right. You're telling me, they, they saw root beer floats, and they're like, I bet you we can do that with Mountain Dew. Yeah. I wonder who coined Snallygaster. That's interesting. <laughs> if you yeah, want like, to you see us do the Snallygaster challenge... Cream. That's not, there's not enough, there's not enough uh, media attention we could get to warrant me doing it. Actually, you know what? A thousand followers by the end of the year, I, I would do it. Yeah. I would consider it. Yeah. Can we make it like a hundred? <laughs> yeah. A thousand is a little much, bro. No, no, wait, no, wait, dude. The special announcement at the end. That'll check out. We'll get to a thousand. Oh, okay, okay. Mountain Dew and vanilla ice cream, that doesn't sound too bad. Yeah, okay, there's no bro. Way you, there's no way you just said that. I would enjoy awful. it, but it's not that terrible. Yo, please, bl- what were we just talking? I already, please blame Black Aggie for saying that, please. As John <laughs> takes right, a sip right. of his hot dog water in his cup. <laughs> <laughs> all right, please proceed, Snallygaster. All right, all right. So, in 1909, the Middle Valley Register. Wait, I'm on the wrong fucking page. Sorry. Wrong <laughs> <laughs> start. There we go. Starting strong, starting strong. Hell yeah, brother. This okay, so the Snallygaster is a Maryland legend dating all the way back to the ni- or the 1730s. Okay. Jesus. It was first sighted by German immigrants in Frederick County who described the beast as half reptile and half bird having a metallic beak lined with razor sharp teeth as well as octopus-like tentacles. What drugs do you think they were doing back then? The good stuff. Whatever it was. Why, why doesn't Maryland just have one whole creature? Why do we have two half and half creatures? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? There's nothing wrong with that. We gotta have it all. <laughs> um, yeah, so the earliest rumors suggested that the monster would suck the blood from its victims after it swooped down from the sky and carried them off into the mountains. Okay. Um, its name was derived from the German word Schnellergeist. Oh, yeah. Meaning quick spirit, <laughs> which I assume per- pertains to the way it swiftly cleaned its victims. So swift. There was... What? Do we have, do we have like, a size description on it? Do we have, like, rough estimates? Well, I actually found there, there was a um, YouTube video from a show called Mountain Monsters, and these guys said that they, they had, like, this really, I don't know, they said they had a picture of it. I couldn't see it in the picture, but they assumed that the the wingspan might have been about twenty feet. No shit. Whoa, okay. <laughs> fuck off. We Get got fucking fuck? Jeepers Creepers flying around <laughs> Frederick County. <laughs> that's 
Yeah, it's like, it's like basically like a dragon. Dude. Yeah, for real. What the fuck? <laughs> 20 feet. Goddamn Cthulhu yeah. flying through the sky. <laughs> yeah, basically this thing's a dragon. Um, yeah. So that's fun. That's insane. Um, the drawings of it are really fun too, because it kind of looks like some weird baby bird yeah, dragon thing puking up tentacles. <laughs> I gotta Google that. I so you gotta look it up. It's fun to yes, look at. Yes, please look at the images on our uh, audio platform. Damn, what we could do is when we post this to IG, you could just um, put the photos yeah. of each. Yeah. All right. Whatever, dude. I think you can handle it, bro. <laughs> Trust. Cool. We'll ah, shit. We'll see. Oh, this thing is disgusting. <laughs> wow, Snell. I didn't even have to type it all in. It came right up. Oh, that's vile. I like it. Maybe that's why they did the Mountain Dew drink and aid with Snallygaster. Because it was vile, yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it'll yeah, probably make you do like that if you drink it. <laughs> that that's up. what you're going to puke up. Okay, this is one of the most creative monsters I've ever seen. Yeah, I fucking <laughs> like this. This. Yeah, you're telling cool. me Frederick has something this cool? You shit going on over there. <laughs> Uh, yes, yeah, so one way to ward off the monster was to paint seven pointed stars on barns and houses. I didn't see an explanation as to why that was a thing, but I don't know, apparently there are still barns that have the, the hex symbols painted on them. Okay. Hey. Um, Alright. Huh? That checks yeah. out. So, yeah. Good for them. So yeah, there, there's proof of that at least. Um, and it was suggested that it was resurrected, that the legend was resurrected in the 1800s to frighten freed slaves. So that's not great, I guess. Pleasant, they, pleasant. Yeah, I guess they thought they were gonna come get them, and yeah, that's cool, it's real great. <laughs> um, in 1909, the Middle Valley Register, where I started off at the beginning of this, um, a local newspaper in Frederick County uh, described the best, bleh, the beast as having enormous wings and long pointed bill, claws, wait, claw-like steel hooks, Oh my God, I can't read my own writing. Okay, I'm gonna start over. In 1909, the Middle Valley Register, a local five newspaper in Frederick County. <laughs> what? Was it five years later from the first day. Yes, I'm sorry. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. We have to... It's my first time. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, this newspaper described it as having enormous wings, a long pointed bill, claws like steel hooks, and an eye in the center of its forehead, Jesus and was said to emit a sound similar to a locomotive whistle. <laughs> What's All right, Dan, cut that? in a locomotive whistle. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Jeez Louise. <laughs> Can you imagine seeing that fly through the air? You hear a train whistle. No, thank you. I, would, somebody, somebody, even, I wouldn't even be scared. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, yo, dude's, dude's fire. Flying <laughs> 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 across. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, the Smithsonian was... Uh, even uh, the bleh, the Smithsonian even offered a reward for the for the hide of the beast. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, That's I don't just... know what the re their reward was, how much or and uh, there was no like actual proof of that anywhere. Mm. Again, all these I had a bunch of articles that were all basically the exact same thing. Yeah, naturally. All referencing one thing. Um, yep, and it was said that Teddy Roosevelt postponed <laughs> an African safari to personally hunt the beast, but it turned out. <laughs> It was just a hoax printed by the paper to increase readership. That's amazing. <laughs> nice. Can you imagine being Teddy Roosevelt and waking up to that news one day? Although if anybody was going to catch this beast, I'm pretty sure it would have been Teddy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He could do it. I love the idea of the, he carries the, leader, the, big of stick. the, the leader of the free world <laughs> fucking hunting a monster in Maryland. Abe Lincoln hunts vampires, so Teddy Roosevelt That's facts. hunt the Snallygaster. That's fair. We need, a, yep. we need to do that movie, actually. 
That's like a better movie, actually. I love that movie. Do you, so do we think all the presidents had a mythical beast associated with them? Is that just... Yeah, probably. All right, like early I'm presidents? looking it up. <laughs> it seems like... <laughs> Presidential mythic... I don't know what to look up. <laughs> Presidential mythical... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Good luck, buddy. President's Ronald Reagan was hunting goat, man. <laughs> Presidential <Yeah>. mythical lore. <laughs> um... Hmm. So while Gavin does that, um, <laughs> the monster's reappearance also coincided with Prohibition. It's thought it was thought to uh, that local newspapers. Oh, I'm sorry, that local moonshiners. Sorry, it was thought that local moonshiners used the legend to scare people away from the mountains <laughs> containing their illegal stills oh, wow. and to explain the loud noises that their stills emitted. <laughs> See, so that is a good yeah, all those, explanation. <laughs> I guess good, maybe they yeah. sound like train whistles. I don't know. Um, yeah, sure, you don't know. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> She's hiding the truth. Exactly. I don't know, Gavin. <laughs> she seems to have some really specific information on the snow. Okay, so. I have two new presidential myths. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Benjamin Franklin had a turkey. <laughs> and John Quincy Adams had the mole people. <laughs> okay. All right, buddy. All right. <laughs> is Benjamin Franklin? He's not a president, though, right? No, but it was close enough. That's okay. not. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Good enough. There Good has enough. there has to be a president linked to the Mothman. I refuse to believe it. Oh yeah. I don't know. That was totally. a seven, that was actually like 1970, so so I don't know. Maybe. Who was the president? Couldn't tell you. Like Reagan, JFK, something like that. Maybe. Something like that. We don't history have a, is not my strong suit. We, we don't have a history buff. Nope. Uh, no. Shit. Not yet. Damn it. All right, sorry. Follow up on John Quincy Adams. And I quote, If it sounds ridiculous, that's because it is. This story does not appear in any biography or any book or article created by John Quincy Adams. (laughs) (laughs) No, it checks out. No, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm trying to hide something. I'm personally spreading the narrative. Yep. We spread false narratives around here. <laughs> I love spreading misinformation. That's <laughs> it what it's me. all about. That's what bloody sports all about. Kidding. Hell That's yeah. a joke. That is a joke. Joke. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the Baltimore Sun reported the death of the Snallygaster in November 1932. What? They just reported. They just said it was dead. <laughs> I guess they were worried about. Um, I, I think like National Geographic was they reported to possibly have been planning to try to film it or something. I don't know. People were worried about there being some sort of crazy, like, I don't know, hullabaloo about it. I don't know. So, like, in 19... It sounds like in the 1930s, people were, like, deathly afraid that this thing actually existed. And still there. Yeah, and they didn't need it to be leaked to the masses. So, like, no, this is our legend. Keep it that exactly. way. Exactly. Wow. Just exactly. appreciate how Damn. people are, like, yeah, it's, like, 300 years old. That's still no, there. <laughs> they literally just they literally just gate kept Snallygaster from Nat Geo. That's crazy. I like that. <laughs> they don't deserve that. That's ours. <laughs> we can't have reputable so, uh, sources posting this shit. For real? You want out of towners coming in Yo, here that's, hunting that's the Snallygaster? We, we sit on that. <laughs> uh, yeah, and um, a shadowy a shadowy photo was published of the supposedly dead creature. It was reported that it drowned in a vat of whiskey mash on a Baltimore County farm and that the still exploded before the body could be examined. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's some good shit. Good for Maryland. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. 
That that's um, us. That that sounds like us. I love that's that. like comparable yeah. to like Jesus' birth certificate being in the Library of Alexandria, but then it burned <laughs> down, so we don't have it anymore. Sorry. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> that's comparable. Jesus, Snally guys, it's like they're right there. Dude. <laughs> Same guy, basically. Yeah. He's died for our sins. He died yet. for our sins. <laughs> In whiskey mash. Yeah. yeah. That checks out. I, I can't imagine a fucking newspaper being like, we regret to inform you that unfortunately, the Snallygaster has passed. I know. <laughs> you know, people probably read that time. and they were like, this was a round? <laughs> <laughs> imagine and the crazy part the is they weren't drunk. Although maybe they were on moonshine, so that could yeah, explain a lot. Yeah, right. Oh, dude, back then, too, that moonshine? Bro, the Snallygaster had to have been an alcoholic, like, partially. Like, had to have had some semblance or desire to engage in alcohol. Oh, absolutely. Like, dragons love gold, he just loved fucking hard liquor. (laughs) (laughs) That's what He just loved hoarding barrels of moonshine. (laughs) That's good. I like the Snallygaster. Wow, that yeah, was better than I thought. Wow. Yeah, so it was pretty good. Um, it's funny. Chelsea came up to me, what was it, the other day at work. She's like, oh, what are you doing for the show? And it's like, ah, oh, blah, 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 this. And I was like, what are you doing? She's like, the Snallygaster. I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and now I'm happy to know. Say, you're welcome. You're welcome. That, is, also, that has enriched my life. Reaction. Also, South Mountain Creamery, which, you know, we sell their, their milk at work. True. Um, they have a Snallygaster ice cream, which is peanut butter ice cream infused with chocolate, peanut butter cups, pretzels, and a caramel swirl. That oh, sounds a lot more promising good. than yeah. Mountain Dew and vanilla ice cream. Yeah. Yes, it does. <laughs> Why don't we put <laughs> that <laughs> ice cream in the Mountain Dew? The, du- the double <laughs> Snallygaster. That's so disgusting. Dude, peanut butter? Oh, my God. That's so disgusting. Oh. What if it's code red, Dan? What if it's any you better? Sh- <laughs> no way. Blue voltage or bust. What the fuck, dude? Baja Blast is right there. That doesn't count. That's, 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 that's Taco Bell exclusive. Yeah, that's not bottled year round, buddy. Come on. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> All right, that was good shit. Well, so yeah, that's nice. that. That's Snallygaster. Yeah, don't. And and if you're listening to this outside of Maryland, don't tell anybody about the Snallygaster. That's ours. All right. Yeah, saw, seriously, you saw, dude. You saw how we said fuck Nat Geo? Don't, don't, just don't. All right. Don't. Don't don't snitch, yeah. all right? Don't blow the spot up. <laughs> John, I, I have no <laughs> idea. I already forget what you're doing, so please inform me. Oh, what, well, how how surprised would you be if I told you that this one that I'm doing has a bit of an actual resolution, an actual evidence? I don't know. I still don't know what you're doing, but okay. Well, I'm doing Chessie. Yes! Oh. <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> now, I don't know about... Any of you guys listening out there, but there's this little thing called the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> oh, we you know, know about the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> <laughs> Nicknamed Nessie. And because we live in Maryland and we, the state, you know, cannot be original except for the Snallygaster. We we have our Chesapeake Bay and lo and behold, in, the ni- in 1936, people started reporting sightings of a creature that was reported to be like a lizard swimming up in our uh, Chesapeake Bay and they nicknamed it Chessie. Um, now, John, I, first, I don't know yeah. if you know. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but yeah. in this Skype call right now, we have an individual who's on like pretty good buddy buddy terms with the official uh, Chesapeake Bay Twitter account. Uh huh. Can you can you attest to any? Uh, I'm sure you've had plenty of conversations about Chessie. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. There have been no confirmed Amazing. sightings of Chessie, but they did reply to at least three of my tweets between the years 2013 and 2015. Thank you. Let's go. 
<laughs> All right, John, please proceed. All right, so in 1936, a military helicopter is flying over the Chesapeake Bay, and they report seeing a big creature writhing in the water in the Bush River, and they described it to be a reptilian. They said that it had a, a, a head the size and shape of a football, and uh, fucking, I mean, it's just the Loch Ness Monster. What do you want me to say? Yeah, as <laughs> far as I know, it just looks exactly like the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> Apparently it has no limbs. It's just like a fucking big ass snake, which is oh, like God. slightly less, yeah, slightly less impressive, frankly. But <laughs> doesn't 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 Loch Ness monster have flippers? Or am I tweaking? Yeah, it's yeah. got like fins. It, I forget the name, but the Loch Ness monster is like an actual dinosaur. Yeah, it's like a plesiosaur. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was a whale dick. I'm sorry. Oh, that's new to me. Whale dick? I thought that was. I don't know something. him. I don't know. <laughs> that was. Huh. That's what, that's what We're I not heard. talking about facts here, okay? <laughs> <laughs> We're spreading misinformation. Are you going to tell me Anything Santa's not real next monsters. or what? I can imagine. <laughs> Look, John, please, keep going. Okay. <laughs> Leave out the parts so, about yeah. whale dicks if you don't mind. <laughs> I know that was a lot of research. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sorry. That's like that's basically like my whole stick right there, you know? <laughs> Great. Just knock the wind right out of my sails. But... Um, so after that initial sighting in 1936, it wouldn't really be looked on upon again until around the 1980s, where people in like the, the, the Kent Island area, more remote regions of Maryland, started spotting another thing in the water. And they said it swam in like this undulating pattern, like a fucking snake. I'm sorry, and spell that? It, uh, U-N-D-U-L-A-T-I-N-G. Perfect, thank you. Of course. <laughs> that got me a little and hot, John. I spelled again. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'll spell all day. Don't get me started. Check your <laughs> Yeah, but um, I, I love this because a lot of police officers at the time were getting reports of Chessie, and every time they got a report, the, the people who brought the report in specifically said, I have not been drinking. Oh, that's good. <laughs> See how Maryland like just has a alcohol say. involved Very in good. its yeah. I, dude, I'm so serious, dude. I wasn't drinking at all. It was just me and my bro on the boat, sober. So I was like, big ass snake. <laughs> <laughs> what is that on your breath? Nothing, dude. Nothing. Don't worry about it. No, we weren't fishing. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they the reports say that the, the creature would stick its neck out of the water and spin its head almost like a complete 360 okay. degrees. Yeah, all right. Which is like, all right. <laughs> Come on. What the fuck? <laughs> Where these random it's ass like, details come from? I don't fucking. You're I telling mean, me they sense. weren't drunk, right? <laughs> but anyway, for some reason, people started taking this a bit seriously, and at, at some point, Chessie became like a fucking icon in Maryland. <laughs> Good. And this is like way before us, apparently, because I started doing the research, and everything is like from the fucking eighties, seventies. Mm. The last thing I could find that even mentions Chessie was published in 2006. Mm. It's uh, this book called Weird Maryland, which probably has everything we've talked about in there. Probably, yeah. But uh, that shit is wild out of print, and I could not <laughs> get my hands on it. So, uh, <laughs> tough shit. Yeah, that's, that's, thank you for your dedication. Of course. But um, where was I? So, uh, eventually, the Chesapeake uh, conservation movement started taking it a bit more seriously. To the point where they they kind of co-opted Chessie and turned it into like an environmental thing. Naturally, uh, for the bay. A lot. A, a big thing about the Loch Ness monster is that some people reported to be reported it to be like aggressive, mm. 
whereas with Chessie, it was always just like chilling. <laughs> and so, you know, the environmental movement kind of took it and was like, listen, man, you don't want to hurt Chessie. Let's not pollute the bay to the point where they turned it into like a children's book back in the 80s, which is nice. It's glad to see that this has like a real world effect that isn't just like a bunch of, you know, a bunch of fucking idiots just making <laughs> shit up. For real, because they could have taken they could have taken it and said Chessie was drunk off of the like, alcohol runoff. And exactly. A murderous creature roaming the bay. <laughs> and uh, back in the 80s, there was this woman who, I, I love this, because she said she saw the creature, but did not take a picture, and instead drew a sketch of it. And for some reason, <laughs> fucking newspapers were like, oh my god, creature spotted in the bay, here's the sketch. And I'm like, that doesn't mean anything to me. <laughs> here's the sketch. <laughs> like, as if it's like actual evidence. <laughs> Amazing. And it's a shitty sketch, too, because it's just, like, it looks like a big sperm cell, like, under the water. <laughs> That's as best as I can describe it. And, uh... Whale dick. Oh, God. Sperm whale dick. <laughs> Case closed. Um, it wasn't until the 90s where the whole Chessie thing took, got a little bit more steam again. Um, people started describing a, a, a creature that they saw in, in the Chesapeake Bay area that was, like, smooth it had that roundish image that people attributed to chessie and it turns out fucking manatee <laughs> honest up. that's what i was gonna say that's swam the only thing i've heard about chessie ever was that it's just a manatee that got too far up <laughs> swam all the way up here from florida not just once it's come back several times mm -hmm. that's impressive that same manatee they tagged it they lost the tag it came back i think the last sighting and they nicknamed it chessie yeah and uh, the last time that they spotted it was around 2010. I don't know how long manatees live. It could be that he's still coming back to this day. But, uh, yeah, we got the confirmation. It's just a fucking manatee. Nice. Uh, and I'm sure it's been a manatee the whole time. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Except the people who still like to talk, claim Chessie's real is like, oh, no, dude, the, the manatee's different. Chessie's more, like, snake-like, you know? And I'm like, all right, dude. <laughs> we, just want one, we just want something of our own, right? I mean, we, I mean, we milked Chessie into the fucking ground. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, did you guys, did you guys go to Ripley's Believe It or Not back in the day? Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. I never went, but okay. I do remember the, like the big street. <laughs> like I never went inside. Oh me, I didn't. Cool. <laughs> but like. <laughs> All right, sick. I just wanted to. Ask. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently there was like a statue in, the, in like the entrance or whatever of like a big sea serpent and I always thought it was cool looking turns out that was Chessie and I had no idea yeah, nice I love uh, there's another brewing company in Maryland I don't remember what it was called but Chessie's their mascot yeah you can get nice. stickers shirts fucking anything you can think oh, of oh yeah apparently we're all in on, Chel on Chessie and I never knew my entire life <laughs> hey, man, and Chelsea we're all in on Chelsea yourself, you're right so. you almost said it it do <laughs> but um i do have this link here local local news wbal that claims to have footage of chessie oh 35 my. years later yeah oh my. and let me tell you it's fucking bullshit <laughs> <laughs> thank you for not not anything worth anyone's time dan you're gonna have to That's... clip in the the newscast sound yeah, yeah i'll send it to you please please do Alright, so... Ch Chessie isn't as exciting as the Loch Ness Monster because there aren't as many as, like, hoaxes mm -hmm. that people tried with that. The Loch Ness a lot of it really is just, like... people, right? Right. <laughs> See? that That's the thing about Chess, like, the Loch Ness Monster. There's, like, lore. There's, like, stories. With Chessie, it's just like, yeah, I saw this thing. It didn't do anything. <laughs> and I drew it. 
Yeah. <laughs> what, you want us to villainize the Chesapeake Bay? Come on. <laughs> well, at least with Nessie, people went to the trouble of faking it, at least. With Cheshire, it's just like, yeah, I saw it. Well, we, you think... we try to have people love the Chesapeake Bay, and it doesn't work. So we need people to fear it. <laughs> then, <laughs> yeah. then they'll respect it. People are more invested in, in making sure that Snallygaster has real, real enough. I know, yeah, them. exactly. They don't give a fuck about Chessie. <laughs> They're like fuck that. They knew. They know that's just a spawn of Nessie. So they want Snallygaster. They're they're feeling Snallygaster lore. Well, Snallygaster can fly. He's the more dangerous one. <laughs> For real. Jesse is trapped in water like a fool. It's <laughs> just a manatee at the end of the day, you know. Uh, Give Jesse a thousand more know. years. She'll evolve. <laughs> she'll grow flippers. <laughs> yes. Then she'll like come for us. So. My my next story isn't as much uh, fake. It's actually very well documented. Um, this Ooh. individual did exist. Her name is Maul Dyer. Maul being a common nickname for Mary, apparently. Couldn't find any reason to, for that. But basically, around the same time that everybody was having witch problems, we were having witch problems. So, nothing crazy. Just had some witchcraft trials from 1654 until 1712. <laughs> nothing crazy. And while I was looking up Maul Dyer, uh, another infamous name popped up, Rebecca Fowler. She is the only known and reported witch hanging in Maryland, uh, 9th wow. of October, 1685. It seems that these two specifically are the most well-known about. And while there is a bit of lore to both, these were actual people that existed. Uh, she is quoted as a, legenda a legendary 17th century resident from Leonardtown, Maryland, which is St. Mary's County. Uh, she was accused of witchcraft and chased out of her home, found the next day partially frozen to a large stone. The large stone still exists to this day. It is kept on display in some historical society building in St. Mary's County. They moved More it? On that. They did move it, yes. They did move it. I actually God have damn. that information. Ancient, ancient um, aliens right there, dude. How do they, they do it? <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, the National Guard just picked it up and put it down somewhere else. Beast. But... <laughs> you can't do that. That's like a cursed object. You can't move um, it. So, immigration records show that a Mary Dyer was transported to Dorchester County in 1677 on a ship commanded by Thomas Taylor. Um, as I mentioned, Maul was a common nickname for Marys at the time. Uh, there were more records that linked her uh people believe the real apparently not fake super real mary dyer was born in devon england in 1634 her records show up again in 1669 as an indentured servant on the virgin islands and then it's in 1677 they linked all these records together that she was the one on the thomas ship however they don't have proof of her ever living in leonardtown so i guess that's where the lore part comes in um, the Leonardtown current day still embraces the story in 2021 uh, the mayor at the time Dan Burris declared February 26th to be Maul Dyer Day there was no specific reason but I'm going to assume that's basically when she was found dead I assume all those time years ago the story goes that during the time an epidemic uh, most likely an influenza plague was running rampant on the town and another share of poor crops took their toll on a small community in Leonardtown. Uh, it was a deeply religious and puritanical community, so they quickly turned to witchcraft as the cause. 
no reason as to why they picked Maldire, but they did. They ran her out of town. She ended up finding a... They quote the story as a small boulder, um, but facts is it's an 875-pound limestone boulder. Yeah, they just picked that up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's light. That's light work. That's nothing. Uh, they said she ran to the boulder, held an arm in the sky and one arm on the boulder, set a curse upon the town, and the curse is said to be bad crops infertility, child mortality, or familial misfortune, depending on who you hear the story from. And they said they found her frozen body uh, still attached to the boulder days later after running her out of town. Uh, they moved the rock to the Leonardtown Courthouse in 1972, and then in early 2021, the stone was moved to Turdor Hall, which is the Historical Society's headquarters, to this day, touching the stone allegedly causes people to feel nauseous, dizzy, or otherwise uncomfortable. It will also bring illness and misfortune to one's family. And I couldn't find proof if this was real, but it said that small offerings are often left near the stone in order to nullify the curse. So people go out of their way to touch it, but then they'll also leave flowers, so they're okay. They, they can't get cursed if they leave flowers. Did you watch Fear Street? I did watch Fear Street. Plagiarism. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's like now that you mention it, that's yeah. like the plot of the movie. <laughs> or the, 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 I was going to say, sorry. I was going to say this is like movie material, but they already did it. Yeah, they, uh, yeah, and obviously, it. damn it. Uh, the reason I did Mole Dyer is it's the base inspiration for the Blair Witch movie, naturally as well. Um, so it's you're just front of the mill. There is a modern day Mole Dyer Road. It's a branch off of Maryland Route Five. Claimed to be the site of either where she lived or where she died. There are reports of shadow people, will-o'-wisps, a white shadow dog, people. God, a white dog causing accidents, thick unnatural fog, and frequent lightning strikes. Um, yeah, and so you can still visit the rock if you really want to go see it. Go for it. No. Um, February twenty sixth. It's coming up. Mall Dyer Day. Make sure you celebrate. Make sure you pour one you out for fit. old Mall. Honestly, I kind of want to, I kind of want to go touch the rock just to test my. Yeah, life. just curse just, your family forever. If you just take, <laughs> bring some flowers. As long as you take some flowers, apparently you can just rub all on it and you'll be okay. So. Sick. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's Maul Dyer, and again, it was a real person. All right, I can only verify so much, but cheers. Very that nice. poor woman. Fantastic. They just chased her out because her vibes were off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we need to start doing that, that she... again. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> they said she found. They said she found comfort in this little community in, in the rock. Oh. Yes, no, in, in this little Leonardtown community because of uh, a lot more religious freedom. She thought something along those lines. <laughs> Who knows what she was? She could to say. not read a room. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> imagine every. Imagine you already like life's already shitty because you're a part of this community, and then one day they're like, "Hey, by the way, we think it's you." So like, cut the shit. <laughs> <laughs> Knock it off. Like, life already sucks, and then out of nowhere, they're like, yeah, it's your fault, isn't it? That's crazy. Hey, where's that bitch keeps talking about religious freedom? <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing free around here. <laughs> you show her a thing. It was her. <laughs> no. All right. All right, Dan, you got any more about Maul Dyer? Nah, that's it. All right. Wow. Now we're going to learn about Big Liz. That is, Big Liz. Oh, that is what we're Liz. talking about. Um, so... Also, a real person that lived. Perfect. Um, 
She was a slave on the Eastern Shore in Dorchester County. Um, and then the, uh, what's the way to put it? Where you can conjure her spirit area uh, where she was killed also is in Greenbri Greenbrier Swamp in the Blackwater Wildlife Refuge. And it's specifically on the DeCourcy Bridge. That is where you go to initiate the contact with her ghost. Um, but this dates all the way back to the Civil War. Um, basically, she was acting as a spy for the Union while um, being a slave for a gentleman whose name I will not say because he was a slave owner and we're not giving any attention to slave owners. Um, yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. He was the owner of a tobacco plantation and that's where she was working. Um, and funnily enough, I'll get right to, cut right to this point. He died the night that he killed Big Liz because he's, she came back and killed him <laughs> as a ghost yes. that night. Perfect. Hell yeah. That is how the story goes, which is pretty That's crazy. Cool. Um, but what happened was he found out that she was a spy and a lot of Confederates would bury their loot, basically. Um, like pirates and the guys from Germany whose names I will not say because we don't want to <laughs> get canceled. <laughs> um, they would just bury all their treasure, money, resources in Maryland um, on the property of swamps and other like farms, other properties owned by um, Confederate sympathizers in Maryland, even though Maryland was technically like a Union state. Um, History buff. No. <laughs> and he found out that Big Liz was a spy and was going to tell everybody where his treasure was. So when relocating it, he had her carry it all because she was not named Big Liz for nothing. She was apparently, like, not just big, but, like, strong. Like, she was, like, like an Amazon, basically. It's how she's described. Nice. She was just, just... Like the sister from, like, May Encanto or Encanto? Yeah, right? yeah. She's, like, a hulking, nice. hulking woman. So yeah. he was like, you're going to carry this for me to where I'm going to bury it now. And then we'll, you know, keep it a secret, blah, 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 whatever. She's like, yeah, sure, I can do that for you. Carried it all the way there. So, obviously, she's gassed. He says, plant, bury it for me, plant this sapling so I know where to come back to get it. The story goes, when she went to plant the sapling, she bent down and he decapitated her on the spot, left her there, didn't bury her, left her there to rot. Wow. Um, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty morbid. And it's it's not necessarily fact that this happened, but they were both real people. And it's pretty commonly known story that it was factual, that this event happened. The legend, however, is up for debate the rest of this story that i'm going to say <laughs> um so if you want to meet big liz you just go to the bridge you honk your car horn three times you flash your lights twice and then you turn your car off and your car will not turn back on so that's how you know she's coming you wait a little bit and you'll see her walking out of the swamp with her head in her hands eyes glowing red and she's calling to you and motioning you into the swamp to show you where the treasure is. But, as the story goes, she died for that treasure and will not let it go. So, if you do follow her, you will not come back. And that's oh, the legend of the big Liz. I think Bloody Sport could take it. Oh, okay. I think this is a Bloody Sport like special episode. Oh, we're going because I, I mean I'm not, but you guys can go. <laughs> so I won't do Bloody Mary, but I'd do this. 
Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, That's our first vlog episode. <laughs> yeah. There's actually a. As I was doing research, there's a YouTube channel that I will actually um, say the name of if you guys want to watch the video. It's not. It's they. Their video is titled "Summoning of Big Liz." Perfect. They go out to the the Corsi Bridge. They do all this stuff. Their car does turn back on. They literally go into the swamp. It's like a 28-minute video. They don't find it, or they don't wow. meet. They don't meet Big Liz. So it's a oh, little bit, a, shame. a little bit underwhelming. But at the same nice. time, like, I'm glad. The question mark <laughs> that they didn't yeah. meet Big Liz. <laughs> Nah, dude, you don't understand. They just green screened it all. They didn't actually go. They know better than that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's probably there. You know how many bridges in in uh, Blackwater Wildlife Refuge there are? They exactly. are just on it. They were at the, at the wrong one. Um, they just went to a bridge, not the bridge. Yeah, yeah, not the bridge. But yeah, I mean, this was. It's a ch- pretty chilling story, and it's quite um, morbid compared to the other ones. Well, not compared to Mall Dyer, that was also equally as, you know, upsetting. But, mm. but like, the other ones were more like, mm, look at this guy <laughs> flying around the sky. <laughs> you know? Look at this big snake. Yeah, right. But, you know, it's very, it's, it's based in a lot of facts, so it's pretty interesting. And, fun fact, um, me and my family have property on the eastern shore within ten minutes of this, so... See nice. first. Well, <laughs> better. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh, so Check you could just easily go do that, huh? Oh yeah, I could probably drive past it. <laughs> Brody, Brody, Brody already has the treasure. That's what he's not telling us. Yeah, yeah. We're, me and Big Liz are actually cool. She just showed it to me, dapped her up, walked. <laughs> that's what I said. Big Liz dap up every time he's on the Eastern Shore. We're straight. I didn't why, take it because you know that's the homie, but you know. That's why. He, that's why he surprised us with this information. He couldn't tell. Yeah, yeah, I'm actually suffering from the uh, grave encounters too, where I have to say this so people go and she can kill them, <laughs> or I get killed. So, oh, okay, well, but, uh, no, yeah, that's it. That's Big Yikes. Liz. Wow, that's good, and that's Maryland folklore. There's a lot more to it than that, obviously. The, we could probably talk at least one more hour about the rest of it. I'm, but. I'm surprised we actually have like that much. I'm not. Maryland goes hard, guys. Come on. Maryland does go hard. Fuck everybody. <laughs> Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, we didn't say we didn't even say Mothman, which is no huge. Um, I mean, Jericho Bridge, which is pretty close to us, we didn't say mm-hmm. that's the one where you just drive on the bridge and like somebody comes yeah. kill. I don't know, just dumb shit. There's like, a whole <laughs> whole bunch of haunted locations around Maryland. Evidently enough, we, you know, we, obviously we had our own witchcraft trials. I so. mean, uh, Stevenson Uni- University bought that insane asylum where they recorded grave encounters. <laughs> that's right. And, you know, Man. we have all that shit. So yeah, that's a so. weird fucking thing to buy, Stevenson. Why would you do and that? Then they're like, oh, <laughs> you want to take English 101? You have to go to the death hole. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, go I'd to the fucking it. padded room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's good. So, yeah. While we were researching this episode, I found a really cool um, Etsy page that had like a map of Maryland with all of our folklore on it. Uh, so maybe I'll link that at some point because it was pretty cool. I don't know if it comes framed or not, but it was an interesting. It was a cool image. Sixteen dollars, not bad, you know. <laughs> uh, so whatever. Shout out to them, whoever made it. I don't know that information off the top of my head. Uh, like I said, I'll be sure to cite all these assor- uh, all these sources down below in the episode description. Either I'll figure out a way to share a public document, and anybody that wants to click on it will click on it, or I'll cite all the sources individually, which is more likely to happen. So, and I mean, anything like, else? yeah, I'm just if you guys 
not like us four, but like the people listening, if you guys have anything to add on the topics we talked about or, um, you know, any, any really obscure folklore that not many people know, like you live in a small town in Charles County or, you know, you're from Waldorf and there's the Waldorf wing ding <laughs> and, and, and you, you want to tell us about it, just... Just send us an email, put a comment on the post we post on Instagram, slide up on our stories, just let us know. It's you know, we're we're trying to learn too, you know. So Yeah. Oh yeah. And so like I said, this is the first episode of a mini series we're gonna do here called Spork Feeding. Again, cle- cleverly named. It's gonna be uh, the end of the month episode pretty much, unless a holiday movie episode takes precedent. We'll see. Um, and it's just going to be similar things like this. It can be generic topics. It could be just an episode on aliens, an episode on just a big cryptid. Like I'm sure we could talk about Bigfoot for an hour and all media-related things to Bigfoot for an hour. So whatever you want to hear about, go ahead. And like Gavin said, you can email us, suggest it on Instagram, whatever the case may be. Um, we are literally open to anything. So cryptids, creepypastas, whatever the case may be. Um, so... That's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you again to our guest appearance, Chelsea. Any any closing words to the people? Um, sorry, I was so bad at talking. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be better next time just if I'm read, allowed back. Just type up the notes instead. There. Yeah. <laughs> well, in true read Chelsea it. fashion, I was do- I finished writing them literally right before I signed off. Oh, good. So. That's good. Reading. I'll be better next time. <laughs> Reading is difficult, speaking is hard, you know, it's not for everybody. Chelsea will be back. Chelsea will be covering her own suggestions in Teeth and in uh, Human Centipede, so be on the lookout for those episodes. No idea. Thank you. No idea when that'll happen. Uh, It's going to be Gavin and I next week. No, we don't have a movie yet, but uh, we'll post about it, so be on the lookout. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, at Bloody Spork. Uh, make sure if you want to email us, you can email us at bloodysportpod at gmail.com. I'll say this now. I'll probably say this at the beginning of our next episode. We're going to get stickers, uh, two by two. It's just going to be our logo. And I'm going to be basically giving them away for free. All you have to do is make sure you rate the podcast five stars on whatever platform you listen to and leave a review. If you do both of those things, I'll send you two stickers. If you do one of those things, I'll send you one, whatever. Um, and if you want to share the page to your Instagram story or in any other capacity, give us a shout-out by any means. That'll be an extra sticker, so do whatever the case may be. I'll post pictures of those whenever we get them in. I'm going to place that order either today or tomorrow because I got paid yesterday. And we'll see how it goes. <laughs> uh, so, any closing words from anybody else? Nah. Did you tell uh, people where to send? Sick. What, did you, what did you say? Uh, I was going to say Maryland is fucking awesome. Oh. Yeah. Agreed. yeah. Imagine Agreed, Dick dude. riding a whole state. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't be me. Wow. Wow. No fucking pride in this one, huh? I know. But they can't see Dan's Maryland flag on his wall behind his. Yeah. Right <laughs> exactly what I would expect from someone from West Virginia. Facts. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> this is insane. Dan takes the wrong thought... turn movie as folklore of his hometown. <laughs> <laughs> this is nuts. All right, we gotta, all right, we gotta pull the plug here. Uh, without further ado, that's gonna do it. From Dan and Gavin and John and Chelsea. Have a great day, Sporkies. Bye. We love you. Bye. Bye.